Hey, everybody out there in Toastmasters land, District 38. This is Chris Hals, and I'm one of the co-chairs for the upcoming virtual conference that we're having for the district here in April across a few different dates. And this is my co-chair, Erin Bailey. Hello, everybody. So today we are being treated with one of the people that is going to be featured at our conference coming up. So we have Danielle Lacey, and so she is an author, a speaker, and a career coach. And her actual educational presentation that she's going to be giving is going to be on Wednesday, April 21st at 6 p.m. And you actually can go out there and register for not only Danielle's session, but the other sessions that we have featured. If you go to tmdistrict38.org, slash conference, you actually see pictures of all the people that are gonna be speaking and you'll see registration buttons there. So make sure and go out and either register for all of them or register for the ones that you find interesting. But we just wanted to give you a little sneak behind the curtain and talk to Danielle. So how's it going today, Danielle? Hi, great, I am so stoked to be here. Thank you, thank you, we're excited to have you. So, uh, First of all, I guess to kind of give our, our, our listeners a little bit to, uh, to know about you, tell us about your, your Toastmasters experience, kind of when did you join and, and how was being a Toastmasters impacted you? I joined Toastmasters in September of 2019 and I love it. It's impacted me greatly. I am an author and I started to do speaking and I realized I wasn't a very good speaker. I wasn't strong. And I was nervous. I had never spoken other than in college classes or when forced to in high school. And here I was standing on stage talking about this memoir I wrote and the vulnerability of the memoir. And I was terrible. I would literally hold a piece of paper in my hand and read from the paper and that was my speech. So no matter how well written the speech was, I was doomed. Somebody had mentioned to me, hey, you should really think about joining Toastmasters, it'll help you. I joined Toastmasters and here we are today. Very nice, very nice. So it sounds like you've, you've definitely taken on the, the things that Toastmasters gives their members. Oh, I am a serious Toastmaster. It's no <laughs> joke. I talk about it to everyone. Every time somebody tells me that they are going to be writing a speech and they need help, I'm like, Toastmasters. Oh, where do you live? Oh, I'll find one right in your district. Oh yeah, there's somebody for you. I love Toastmasters because it taught me so much. I understand how to write blogs because of it. Because even though I'm a writer, I had never really ran social media or did all these things that I had to do as an author. And the modules inside of Toastmasters taught me so much. I read every single module, even if I didn't have to do a speech on it. I understood it. I knew it. And now as a, as a mentee-mentor relationship, I find it easier to help my people who are trying to do different speeches. Mm -hmm. So I jumped seriously in and I'm full-run Toastmasters supporter. <laughs> nice, nice. That is awesome. And I'm actually shocked. I didn't know you had you're a pretty recent Toastmaster so that you definitely did jump full in kind of like me. I did that too. And look where we are now. We're interviewing you and you're going to present <laughs> at the conference, but you said you're an author and I did see you have a couple different books that you have already published. And I think you have one coming up. So can you tell us just a little bit more about what it's like being an author and what even inspired you to write in the first place? 
Yeah, I've always loved writing. I've written in journals my whole life. And I wanted to be an author at one point in college. And I, I took this writer's class and I loved it. And I just left it. I left that area for a really long time. And then when my mother got sick with cancer, I had made the decision that I was going to write our story. And my mother and I had like a tumultuous relationship, love, hate, up and down. So that's when I decided to be an author and to write the story. But I really didn't consider myself an author. I wasn't there yet. And then I wrote children books. I have four children books out right now. I have three in illustration and I have one that's in writing that I'm working on to give to an illustrator. And I have a really awesome, creepy first time novel coming out, which is a completely different writing experience. Each of these books has been a different writing experience. So to be able to work in all of these different genres and now be in mystery, it's crazy. And everything I do, I've sent through to my editor and my editor just helps me get better and better and better as an author. And every book I feel it. I'm like, oh, I love this one for these reasons. I love this one for these reasons. And it's just growth the whole time. So if I tried to make you pick a favorite book, you wouldn't be able to because you like each one for different reasons. Uh, you know, this book coming out, this is the book that I think is the best I've written, but I'm probably going to think that about the next book too. But this one, just the storyline is so powerful. I wrote creepy because I had this character and her name's Corinne and she's pure evil. I created pure evil in this character. And when I was finished writing Blue Jay and I read back through just the last final editor's copy, I read it and I'm like, who wrote that book? <laughs> what is wrong with you? People are going to think you're crazy. <laughs> you went from Butterfly, which is like a love story with your mother, to this creepy people are dying novel. And I keep going darker. And my next novel coming out, Esprit, is like even darker. So I have this weird feeling I might be like a Stephen King type of novelist. That wow. dark thing, yeah. <laughs> that is awesome. That's interesting. I am definitely excited. Now, you said this last one, Blue Jay, is that out now or is that coming out? Blue Jay will be coming out within the next okay. year. And that's, it's just amazing. Now, Butterfly is a totally different feel. Each of my books are a completely different feel with the exception of the children books. They all have like a similarity to them. But Butterfly is a memoir. I mean, it's a true life story about events that happened in my life that brought me to like the final moment in the book. And that's a different type of writing skill, a different style. The way that you write those type of books is different than the way you write a fiction novel. So I'm really excited at the conference to be able to talk about both and say, okay, you know, if you're thinking this way, this might be what you want to write. If you're thinking this way, this might be, or you might want to write children books. Who knows? You know, just hearing you talk about, about this love of writing, I can hear the enthusiasm. And it's getting me really excited for you to be at the conference and share that with everybody that's there. So kind of looking at, at the conference coming up, can you tell our audience a little bit about your educational session? Um, kind of what maybe they should expect when they come to your presentation? Yeah, so if you love writing, then you should come to the presentation because we're going to talk about how to get you to that next step, which is take your writing from your journals and your diaries and turn it into a novel, whatever kind. You can take your memories and turn them into a fiction-based novel. A lot of my story has some truth behind it in 
my, my new Blue Jay. And that's something I've learned as I've been going. So when you come to my session, we're going to talk about, do you want to write a memoir? Do you want to write children's books? What do you want to write about? And for each of those stories, there's a skeleton inside of it. And we're going to work through the skeleton of the story, which means how do you build the body of the story without getting discouraged, running away from it, wanting to quit? Because that's the biggest problem. And if you're a speaker and you love speaking, you need a book. You need a book about what you speak about, whether that be a self-help book, whether that be a memoir, you need a book because then at the end of your speeches, you can say, hey, at the back of the room, I'm selling my books for 10 bucks each. So it's really important to have that. And if you have children books, one of a top speaker who I know who just travels the world speaking and working with him right now on how to create his own children's book. And it's going to be phenomenal. These people are going to learn about leadership and then they're going to go home to their children with this kid's book for their children to talk about leadership. And it's just an amazing thing to do. I just love writing. I love writing my books. I love going darker and creepier. So that's where that fiction end of this all comes in. So if you love fiction and you just want to write something or you had this thought in your head for forever and you can't get it out and you don't know what to do with it, I'm going to tell you what to do with it. I'm going to get it out of your head and get it onto the paper with you. And since we only have 45 minutes, obviously we're just gonna talk about the skeleton of the story, how to structure that with confidence and keep that going. And then how you take that story and later on you start to add the blood and the bones come together better. And all of a sudden you have the body and the skin on top of your story. And that is called 15 different times of editing. Because <laughs> without the editing, you aren't gonna build the story. And we're gonna go into that too, how to get an editor, where are editors? like. Everyone wants to know, how do I write a book? But they usually ask, how do I get a publisher? This is not about how to get the publisher. This is about how to write the book the publisher will actually want to read. That's awesome to hear. And I, I feel like probably a lot of Toastmasters can probably relate to this because when you write a speech, when you start putting it together, you, you're basically a writer. I, I think... Toastmasters not only turns you into a good speaker, but it starts with writing. And so even if people don't, maybe they don't have an aspiration to write a book, maybe they just want to write better speeches. This is still going to be a good workshop for them to, to listen to you because a lot of good speeches, I think the best speeches are stories. You know, it's a story about you or an experience or something that happened to you. And it's interesting. And sometimes you forget I've actually had times where I went to evaluate somebody and I forgot to evaluate them because I was so locked into their story. You know what I mean? Absolutely, yes. I am such a good speech writer because I know how to write a story. Mm -hmm. It's the same principle, that beginning, the middle, the details, the fine details. That's that skeleton I'm talking about. And with anything that you're writing, a speech, a story, a short story, a memoir, it doesn't matter. You still have to have that baseline, that line that goes through the story that makes sense. Mm -hmm. And that's what people find to be like the hardest part. You could write an entire story. And if at the end of the story or an entire speech, and at the end of the speech, nobody has any clue what your point was, you have a problem. That's mm -hmm. what this is going to teach you. Get mm -hmm. to that point. What is that point? Where's that point lie inside your story? And then once you know your point, you build the details around the point. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I'm really excited. Aren't you, Erin? Yes, I definitely am. I definitely even more than before. I mean, I had talked to Danielle before. We had 
we're hoping to get her on in person last year and that didn't happen. So we are glad that you were able mm -hmm. to come back and do it virtually. And we're hoping this will also help people get interested and come attend your session, which again, I'm going to repeat just for everyone, um, the website, if you want to go register, it's going to be tmdistrict38.org slash conference. And you'll see Danielle on there and all of the other sessions. You'll notice Danielle is actually opening for Ed Tate. So that's pretty exciting. I know you mentioned you were very excited to be able to speak basically on the same day as him. It'd be really fun if you were in person. And sorry, we're not. It would be. Virtually still be. neat too, to open for him. <laughs> I would love to say hi and shake his hand and tell him congratulations mm -hmm. because to be like a toast master like he is, it's just, I'm excited to be opening for him. So mm -hmm. that's my goal someday, but not this year because I'm allowed to compete this year. <laughs> But someday um, I'm going to. <laughs> yep. And I'm sure one day you'll be able to meet him in person. And, and if your presentation is as memorable as it sounds, I'm sure he's going to remember you. So. Oh, I'm glad he'll be there. I will be at his yep. too. <laughs> yep. Awesome. Well, okay. Well, thank you, Danielle, for, for coming to our, our little interview session tonight and telling us a little bit about yourself and your presentation. I know everybody is going to be looking forward to it. So you know, get out there and register, not only for Danielle's session, but all the rest of the events that comprise our virtual conference that happened throughout April. And uh, otherwise, you know, listen for future interviews that we're gonna have out there. We're gonna interview some of our other educational presenters and get everyone excited for that. Otherwise, everybody have a great rest of the day and register soon because that conference is coming up. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Thanks, Danielle.